0: welcome to shri shri radha so we're going to start our Srimad bhagavatam class today uh, welcome to everyone who is here in the temple room and who are listening online before we start let's let's sincerely pray to shri shri radha Kalachanji, shri Gurnitai, shri shri baldev that we are able to go a little bit deeply into today's verse And we are able to come a little bit closer to them. Hare Krishna. We will start
1: with Jai Radha Madhav. Jai Radha Madhav. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jaya Upi Janavallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopidana Vallabha Jaya yashodanana na Yashoda Nandana, Brother Naranjana Yashoda Nandana, Brother Naranjana Yashoda Nandana, Brother Naranjana Yamuna tera vanchari Yamuna tera radha madhav gunja vihari O Jaya Radha Madhava Kunca Vihari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradhari a jayya gopi jana valla bha divira a jayya yashoda nandana ranjana Yashodhanandana nandana prada janaranjana O JAYA RADHA MADHAVA KUNJA VIHAHI O RADHA MADHAVA KUNJA Oh, jaya prabhu jaya prabhu pada prabhu pada shila prabhupada. jaya prabhu jaya prabhu pada prabhu pada
0: Amau vishnupadaaya Krishna Prashtaib, hutale, shrimati visheshikadasa dikari ti namani. Namo praharsha shilaya pro padana sarane, an inditarade sme, shastra bhajana jodhani. Amau vishnupadaaya Krishna Prashtaib, hutale, shrimati
1: bhaktivedanta
0: so amini ti namani. Namaste saraswati teve, gauravani pracharane, nirvisheshesh nivadi, paschata Om namo bhagavate vasude
1: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya
0: We're going to continue our discussion today from the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and we are on Chapter 6, which is titled, Conversation between Narada and Vyasudev. And we are on text 36. Okay. Sarvam tad idam aakyatam yat pristoham twayanaga Janma-karma-rahas-yam-me Sarvam tadidam akhyatam yat prishto ham janma karma me bhavata chat toshanam Sarvam tadidam akhyatam. Yat-prishtoham twayanaka. Thv- Janma-karma-rahasyammeh. bhavata schaatma
1: Sarvam tadidham akhyatam.
0: Yad pristoham twayanaga. Janma karma rahasyam me. Bhavata shatma toshanam.
1: Sarvam tadidham akhyatam
0: yat prishṭoham tuyānaga janma karma rahasyam me bhavatas cha atmatoshanam
1: sarvam Tadidam akhyatam yat prishṭoham tuyānaga
0: Janma karma rahasyam me Bhavatas chat matoshanam Sarvam tadidam akhyatam Yatprishtoham toyanaga
1: Janma karma rahasyam me Bhavatas
0: chat matosharnam. Kids, would you like to try? Yes? You can try. Okay, so we're going to do word for word. Sarvam, all. Tat, that. Idam, this. Akhyatam, described. Yat, whatever. Khristha, asked by. Aham, me, me. Thwaya, by you. Anaga, without any sense. Janma, birth. Karma, activities. Rahasyam, mysteries. Me, mine, sorry, me, uh, me, me, mine. Bhavata, your, cha, ja, and Atma, self, toshanam, satisfaction. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada ki cha ja. O Vyasadeva, you are freed from all sins. Thus, I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization as you asked. All this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also. The process of devotional activities from the beginning to the stage of transcendence is all duly explained to satisfy the inquiries of Vyasadeva. He has explained how the seeds of devotional service were sown by transcendental association and how they gradually developed by hearing the sages. <clears throat> the result of such hearing is detachment from worldliness, so much so that even a small boy could receive the death news of his mother, who was his only caretaker, as the blessing of God. And at once he took the opportunity to search out the Lord. A sincere urge for having an interview with the Lord was also granted to him, although it is not possible for anyone to see the Lord with mundane eyes with, with mundane eyes. He also explained how by execution of pure transcendental service, one can get rid of the fruitive of action of accumulated work and how he can trans, how he transformed his material body into a spiritual one. The spiritual body is alone able to enter into the spiritual realm of the Lord and no one but a pure devotee is eligible to enter into the kingdom of God. All the mysteries of transcendental realization are duly experienced by Narada Muni himself and therefore by hearing such an authority one can have some idea of the results of devotional life which are hardly delineated even in the original texts of the Vedas. In the Vedas and Upanishads, there are only indirect hints to all this. Nothing is directly explained there. And therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam is the mature fruit of all the Vedic trees of literatures. <clears throat> so we are we're going to read the Mangalacharan prayers. Um, Prabhu, can you, can you distribute this to everyone? Okay. <clears throat> Did everybody get a copy? Okay. So we'll all, we'll all read together. You ready? Okay. Oma Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Anjana Shalakhaya Chaksharun Melitam Yena Tasmay Shri Guru Maha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam, Sthapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kadamahiyam, Dadati Swapadantikam, Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam, Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha, Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Vitaam sajivam. Sadvaitam Sāvadhūtam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Śrī Rādhā, Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita, Śrī Vishākhān, Vitaṁśca, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthāya Bhūtale, Śrīmate Bhakti Vedānta, Swāmīniti Nāmīne, Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirviśeśa Sanyavadi Pāścātyate Śritarine Nama Om Vishnu Padāya Krishna Prashthāya Bhūtale Srimate Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Niti Nāmine Shri Varsha Bhāna Daita Daitha Kripa Baddhaye Krishna Sambandha Vigyana Daini Prabhavi Namaha Madhurya Jhwala Premathya Sri Rupanuga Bhaktida Sri Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namostute Namaste Gauravani Sri Murthayedi Natarine Rupanuga Virudhapa Siddhanta Dvantaharine Namo Gaura Kishoraya Sakshatvairāgyamurtaye vripralambara sambodhe padambho jayate namahā. Namo bhakti vinodāyā satchitananda namine gaura shakti sarupāyā rūpānuga varāyate gauravīrā bhavā bhūmistvam nirdesha sajjana priya vaishnava sarvabhūmāo Shri jaganāthāyate namahā. Vāṅca kalpata rubhyasca, kripā sindhubya eva ca, patita nām pāvanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo, namo namah, namo maha krishna prema pradāyate, krishnaya krishna chaitanya, nām ne gaurat viṣe namah, pancha krishnam bhaktarūpa swarūpa kam, Bhaktāvatāram bhaktākhyaṁ, namāmi bhaktashaktikam. He krishna karuna sindho, dīna bandhu jagatpate. Gopesha gopika kānta, rādhā kānta namo stute. Jāyatam suru pangor, mamamanda matergati. Mat sarvasya padam bhojo, rādhā madhanamohano. Divyad Vrindaranya Kalpa Dhrumadha, Ratnagara Simhasanasto, Shreemad Radha, Shreela Govinda Devo, Prishtalibhi, Seva Mano Smarami, <coughs> Shreemad Rasarasarambhi, vata Tata Sita, Karshanvenur Zvaner Gopir, Gopinatha Shri Estuna, Taptakantana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vrindayayatulsi Devyay Priyayayake Shavasya Cha Vishno Bhakti Prati Devi Satyavatayat Namo Namaha Sri Narsingha Jai Narsingha Jai Jai Narsingha Pralada desha, jaya padma, mukha padma bhringa, yada yada hi dharmasya, glanir bhavati bharata, abhyuthanam dharmasya, tadatmanam shijamyaham, paritranaya sadhunam, vinashaya ca duskritam, dharmasam sthapanarthaya, sambhavami yuge yuge, Man mana bhava madbhakto madhyaji maam namaskaru Mame vashyasi yuktvaivam atmanam mad parayana Sarva dharmaam parityaja maam ekam sharanam vraja Naham tvam sarva papebhyo masucha Shushro shaddananasya vasudeva katharuchi Janmahatsevaya Vipra, Punya Tirtha Nishevanath, Shinvatam Swakatha Krishna, Punya Shavana Kirtana, Hridayanta hi patrani Vidhonoti Shutsatam, Nashta Prayeshu Abhatreshu, Nityam Bhagavat Sevaya, Bhagavati Uttama Shloke, Bhaktir Bhavati ki Tadā bhāva kāma lobādhaya ścaye Chetāyate ar sitam sattve Prashidati Evam prasana manaso bhagavad bhakti yogata bhagavad tattvā vignānam mukta sangasya jāyate Vidyati ridaye ghrantis Chidyanti sarva samshaya Shriyanti chashya karmani, drishtai vatmani shvare, mali hana kare se bija ropana, shravana kirtana jale, karye sechana, tahan vishtaritahana, phale prema phala, ehan mali seche, nitya shravana di jala, vairagya vidya bhakti yoga, shikshartha meka purusha purana, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Shari Radhari Kripam Buddhir Yastam Aham Prapadye Kalannashtam Bhakti Yogam Nijaya Prarudha Kartum Krishna Chaitanya Nama Avir Bhuta Stasya Padaravinde Gadam Gadam Liyatam Chittabringa Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gata dhara Shri Vasa Gaura bhakta Bhaktavinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. Today's verse is, Sarvam Tam Idam Akhyatam Yat Twayanaga Ham Janma Karma Rahasyamme, Bhavata Shatma Toshanam. O Vyasudev you are freed from all sins thus i have explained my birth and activities for self realization as you asked all this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also so to give you all some context of you know what what we are reading here so far so vyasadev he is the person who actually compiled all the the vedas and after compiling all the Vedas, he was he was feeling still very morose. He was not feeling very happy. And because he was feeling very morose, and he was meditating, Narad Muni, he appeared there. And Narad Muni is his spiritual master. So Narad Muni then explains to Vyasadeva about his life experience. Like, what did he do in his life to transform himself from material into a spiritual body. And this is the conversation what we're reading between Narada Muni and Vyasadeva. So Narada, he was a small boy. Uh, You know, when he was a small boy, he was with his his mother. And at that time, there were many sages who came to his home. And they stayed there for a few months. And while they were staying at his home, Narad Muni got a chance to actually serve these devotees. And because of serving these devotees they explained him, you know, some of um, some of the spiritual secrets. And that really had a very deep effect in his heart. The sages left and what happened was his mother also left her body. But when she left her body, Narad Muni wasn't morose. You know, he because of the good association he had got he actually took that as krishna's mercy we all go through many difficulties in our lives and you know to get that spiritual strength it's very important for us to read these conversations because through these conversations we understand these are like case studies you know through these case studies we understand what what bhagavats mahabhagavats and personalities did in their lives so Narada Muni took this as Krishna's mercy and he left home and he started to walk north. And as he was walking, he, you know, he passed through many, many places and then when he got tired, he stopped by a stream and after after he he washed his face, you know, he drank some water, he started to meditate. And as soon as he meditated on Krishna, Krishna appeared. And and as soon as krishna appeared narad muni got all the ecstatic symptoms in his in his uh, on his body you know he but but what happened was as soon as he got darshan of krishna krishna disappeared and when krishna disappeared narad muni was was devastated you know he was just trying to again go back to that same meditation to see krishna again and and seeing his condition, Krishna was so merciful and so grateful that he, there was a voice which was heard. And the voice said, Narad Muni, in this lifetime, you will not see me again. And the instruction was that you need to meditate. And then, uh, in text 26, Narad Muni then says what he did after that. He does, began to chant the holy name and fame of the Lord by repeated recitation, ignoring all the formalities of the material world. Such chanting and remembering of the transcendental pastimes of the Lord are benedictory. So he started to, to chant continuously the holy name of the Lord because it's so powerful. And that's the same message which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give us. You know, he In his Jikshashtakam prayers, he says, Kirtanya Sadahari. Right? constantly chant the holy name of of the lord and that is our yuga dharma of this age to chant the holy name so as he was chanting the holy name you know he got that realization and subsequently he also explains narad muni what happened how he left his body how he got a spiritual body and now he's he's this is the conclusion uh we have just two more verses to conclude this chapter but now in conclusion He's telling his his uh, disciple, Vyasadeva, that, oh Vyasadeva, because you're freed from all sins, I've explained my birth and activities for your self-realization because you asked for it. And all this will be very conducive for your personal satisfaction also. So many times uh, we notice that material uh, people like to speak about themselves, right? They They give you all different qualifications. They show your degrees, your certificates, you know, I'm so-and-so, this designation. And devotees usually don't like to speak about themselves, right? But here we actually see that Narad Muni is speaking about himself. Why is that? The reason is because he wants to teach Vyasadeva the efficacy of devotional practices. He is trying to explain through his life experience how he can also imbibe those. And Vyasadeva's purpose was to compile the Vedic literatures. So by sharing his own story, he's teaching Vyasadeva the process of self-realization. So to learn the subtle science, it's very, very important for us to hear it from a guru. So a guru is very important. So some people might ask, that why, why do we need a guru? You know, like, all this knowledge is, are in the books. You know, I can just read these books and and be okay. Well, Lord Brahma himself, he says in the Brahma Samhita, right? Vedeshudurlabham, adhurlabham, atma bhakta. So, it's very, very difficult for us to learn and understand this science. This science is ghuyam, right? It's very, very confidential. So, it's very important to have a guru because the complex, this complex knowledge can be only explained by a guru. Like, for example, would you, If you have, let's say if you have problems with your heart and you go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, I've read them in the books. I think I'm I'm perfectly qualified. Would you have that heart surgeon do a surgery? I don't think so, right? We want somebody who has had that practical experience. So that's very important. Theoretical knowledge isn't sufficient and practical experiences are very, very important. So that's the reason why Narad Muni here is directly sharing a story with Vyasadeva. And he shares by his personal example how someone can actually make his life perfect and then utilize that to spread the glories of Krishna everywhere. So pure devotee, so it's very important for us to be in the association of pure devotees. And only with pure devotees, and we actually understand the practical aspects of bhakti. So a pure devotee is not somebody who just has a very high position or a high designation. A pure devotee is somebody who is serving the Lord with pure intention. They have no other motive. They're just serving the Lord with pure intention. Whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you're thinking, you're just doing it for Krishna's pleasure. That person is a pure devotee. So, an example of a pure devotee is our dear Srila Prabhupada. You know, there were so many devotees who had anxieties and they wanted to go speak to Srila Prabhupada. And as soon as they came in contact with Srila Prabhupada or you know, in his midst, all their anxieties went away. Because, you know, that was the the power of a pure devotee. So we should all try to aim to become pure devotees. And it is possible in this very lifetime, if we take this process very seriously, uh, which is to serve the Lord with pure intention. And for that, we need to build up some standard. We shouldn't have any material ambition, but spiritually, we should have a very, very high ambition. So Krishna consciousness means that intense mood for serving the Lord, for serving Krishna. And the ultimate dharma, dharma is like what we need to be doing, can be understood only when we inspect somebody's life very carefully, a life of a pure devotee, a Mahajan. And no better authority is is there other than hearing from a pure devotee. So here in Srimad Bhagavatam we see that, you know, like here in the end of the purport, Srila Prabhupada says that. Srimad Bhagavatam is the mature fruit of all the Vedic trees of literature. And that was the purpose why Muni came to explain this to Vyasadeva. Because Vyasadeva, even after he wrote the entire, like all the Vedas, he was still feeling very morose because he hadn't come to the core, the core of the essence of all the Vedas. And the mature fruit of all the Vedic literature is the Srimad Bhagavatam. So the Srimad Bhagavatam is... Is, uh, is very, very sweet. You know, it is nigama phalam. It's the ripe, sweet fruit of all the Vedas. So if you have a tree, you can't really eat all the branches and the leaves. They're not sweet, but the fruit is the sweet, is the sweetest. So Srimad Bhagavatam is the fruit of all the Vedas. So Srimad Bhagavatam is actually ri- written for such rasika bhaktas who don't care about the material world and it's only for devotees who have given up everything and only want to focus on the most treasured part of which is krishna so as long as we have envy in our heart we can't really go deeply into the subject matter of the Srimad bhagavatam everything you know around us when we leave this body will be taken away everything will be taken away so the devotees don't really care about it even now you know they only care about the highest treasure which is Krishna. So we have to systematically learn and understand from exalted devotees like Narada. He himself came here to explain to Vyasudev and how he perfected his life and instructed him to write to Srimad Bhagavatam. So as devotees grow spiritually, you know, you, you notice that they are able to tolerate very difficult situations in their lives. You know, here we actually saw in this example how Muni, when he was a small boy, you know, he could tolerate the passing away of his mother. You know, and immediately he took that as a sign that, you know, this is Krishna's mercy and he left his home. We see many other examples in the Srimad Bhagavatam of Prahlad Maharaj, of Dhruva Maharaj. Like, let's take the example of Dhruva, right? Dhruva, he was such a small boy, five-year-old boy. You know, he... He wanted to sit on his father's lap, and his father basically chastised him and said, Sorry, you know, I want the other son to sit. He goes to his mother, he tells his mother that, you know, I really want to sit on my, on my dad's lap. And, you know, mother says, Well, your father loves, you know, the other, the other wife more than me. And he, he was a Kshatriya. You know, Dhruva was a Kshatriya. And he was like, Well, You know, I I just wanted to get his whole kingdom. How do I do it? And then his mother explains that, you know, you can go to the forest and you can meditate. And, you know, God is there. So look at the determination. You know, he left his home when he was five years old. He did a lot of austerities. And he was able to see Krishna face to face. And as he was walking to the forest, Narad Muni appeared there to give him instructions. Right, So Narad Muni is traveling and preaching everywhere to give this gift to everyone. And after doing a lot of austerities, when Krishna appeared, his desire to actually get the kingdom went away. Right, He had no material inclinations anymore. Because he said, I was looking for all these broken pieces of glass and I actually have the real gem here, the real diamond. And I don't need anything. And yet, Krishna is so grateful, so merciful. He said, I'm going to give you your own planet, Thrivaloka. So, you know, that's the example. So you can see that, you know, devotees start to get very tolerant. Prahlad Maharaj, you know, his whole life was of tolerance. You know, his father was a demon and he did so many atrocities. But still at the end, when Lord Nisringadev asks Prahlad that, please ask me for a benediction. He was like, I have no benediction. Just take my father back home, back to Godhead. And that is a pure devotee. So, so here we understand, you know, like from all the Srimad Bhagavatam case studies, you know, how, what is the process of devotional service? So, it's very important for us to read the Srimad Bhagavatam every day. Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, they say. Right? So we want to read the Bhagavatam, study the Bhagavatam in the association of devotees. And from these lives, we actually understand. And we understand how we can actually transform, just like Narad Muni did. You know, as soon as Krishna disappeared, he deeply meditated and contemplated and sang the holy name of Krishna everywhere. So, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, our, our great Acharya in, in our Parampara, he has written a very very beautiful song you know and he explains how narad muni is constantly vibrating his veena and singing the holy name so maybe we can we can read that a little bit so it, so the the song goes narad muni bajaye veena radhika ramana name and the translation goes like this when the great soul narad muni plays his stringed veena. Does everybody know what a veena is? So a veena is a really, really big instrument and Muni is constantly vibrating that veena. And as he is vibrating that veena, the holy name of Radhika Raman descends and immediately appears amidst the kirtan of the Lord's devotees. Like a monsoon cloud the holy name showers pure nectar into their ears. Due to great ecstasy, all the devotees enthusiastically dance to their heart's content. All the inhabitants of the universe become maddened upon entering these intoxicating showers of divine sweetness. Some people cry, some dance, and others become fully intoxicated within their minds. The five-faced Lord Shiva embraces Narad Muni and repeatedly shouts in ecstasy, while Lord Brahma dances very ecstatically and exclaims, All of you chant, hari bol, hari bol. In supreme happiness, thousand-faced Anantashesh sings and calls out, Hari, Hari. By the influence of the transcendental vibration of the holy name, the whole universe becomes mad with ecstasy. As everyone relishes the mellows of the holy name. The holy name of Sri Krishna has fulfilled all my desires by thus manifesting on everyone's tongue. Bhaktivinoda Thakur, the humble servant of the Lord, therefore prays at the feet of Sri Rupa Goswami that the chanting of Harinam may always continue in this way. So here we see, you know, like how Narad Muni completely transformed his life just by taking this process of devotional service very, very seriously. And this is an example for us to actually follow in his path and make our lives successful. So we'll stop here and we will take reflections from everyone. Maybe we'll start from the right and we'll go all the way to the left. So anything which stuck to you in this class any reflection you have um, you can please share Nice okay so I'm going to repeat it for our audience online so so tolerance is something which is a very nice takeaway uh, for you and what is your name Nadeen Nadeen Nideen. Nideen. Uh, and basically tolerance is something which you know we can learn from all these case studies in the Srimad bhagavatam that, you know, something which we all can imbibe and learn and sometimes something really small just triggers us and, you know, it's very important for us to be tolerant. And, and also I do want to share that as we take up this process of devotional service, all these are just byproducts. You know, we don't have to, like initially we should try to be tolerant. But as we take up this devo- this practice and we keep going forward, all these just come as byproducts, you know, for a devotee. So, thank you, thank you for sharing. Thank you. What, what is your name? Deborah. Okay, so Deborah. Deborah shared her realization. Reflection was how Narad Muni served all these sages, and then just by the service attitude, you know, he developed such good qualities. And then you also mentioned that you wished you lived in India, so, so yeah, you know, serving is very very important. Uh, we want to have that service mood, and Mahaprabhu Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually explained that we want to try to be the servant of the servant of the servant of Krishna. So Krishna loves more. He doesn't love the servant as much as he loves the servant of the servant of the servant. So we need to develop that mode of service. So that's very important. The other point I wanted to mention was all these temples which Srila Prabhupada has created, these are all spiritual transcendental places. What Srila Prabhupada said was these these places are non-different from Vrindavan. As soon as we have Vrinda Devi, tulsi maharani anywhere that automatically becomes vrindavan so so you shouldn't feel like you're missing out you are in the right place at the right time you know we don't know like how great like how blessed we are because only only once in this kali Yoga, you know this is called the golden age you know, so in every Kali Yuga, you still have the Hari the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, but in this age Mahaprabhu has come to give us the highest the highest treasure, you know, which is which is Golokera Prema Dhana, Hari Sankirtan. So that's the highest. So you know, we should you should feel very very blessed. Very nice. Yeah, so, so Jinkya Prabhu is sharing that how Narad Muni, by serving, he actually became the spiritual master of so many great devotees. Prahlad, Dhruva, Vyasadev, you know, Migrari, the hunter, Valmiki. So, so we can, we can actually understand how much, you know, the power of service is. And it also shows us what, how we should lead our lives. You know, Srila Prabhupada said that he wanted all of us at some point to become spiritual masters. So what does that mean? You know, we want to be able to perfect our lives and then share this message to everyone. So Mahaprabhu, when he when he came here, he said, Yare deke, tare dekhe deo krishna upadesh, right? So you want to give, the, you want to preach the glories, the gift what we have got to everyone, You know, that is the best gift you can give to everybody. You know, the gift of pure love. You know, everybody in this world is looking for love. Everybody wants to be happy, right? We try so many different things. You know, a new car, a new partner, a new home, a new, you know, this and that. It's very temporary, right? We want to be, we all want to have that happiness. How do we get that happiness? when we get the highest, highest bliss, and we want to be able to share that bliss to everybody. So, very nice point, Prabhu. That you know, from the example of Vyasadeva, uh, from the example of Narad Muni, we can understand how he was able to transform his life from a material to a spiritual, and we can do the same. So, thank you. Prabhu, would you like to share something? Very, very beautiful point. What was your name, Prabhu? Akash? Okay, so Akash Prabhu was meditating upon how Prahlad Maharaj, you know, he went through so many difficulties, and yet he was so tolerant. And at the same time, you know, he was able to focus on Krishna. And the point was that, you know, it's all how he, he was able to control his mind. So Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that the mind can be your friend, and can also be your enemy. So if the senses are making you go here and there, then the mind is not controlling the senses, right? Your intelligence is not there. So then your mind becomes your enemy. But if, you know, we are able to control our senses, we are able to focus our mind on the lotus feet of Krishna, then the mind becomes the friend. And that's what Prahlad Maharaj did. You know, Prahlad Maharaj was actually giving classes to his friends during the break a school break he was giving classes to his friends you know he was teaching him teaching them about krishna and you know there's there's a story where he's actually very happy in this material world you know and the reasoning he gave was like well everything is krishna's energy so what's the difference between material and spiritual You know, we, we should just feel like, well, we are in the spiritual world. And the reason, the reason is, we start taking all these different material objects for our sense pleasure. And we don't dovetail that for Krishna's service. As soon as you do that, as soon as, like this microphone, for example, we're using it for Krishna's service, it becomes spiritual. So that's the magic. We can transform our material bodies to being spiritual as soon as we dovetail into Krishna's service. So that's that's the key. Okay, any other points before we close? Okay, thank you everyone. Okay.